Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. People were asked, when was the last time you used cash? When was the last time you actually stuck your hand in your pocket, pulled out some dough? Wow. And paid with currency. And I, for the love of, uh, love of me, I don't know. I, I, I cannot remember. It's got to be way over a year. You've never really been a cash carrier, though. I've never had any. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have it to carry that's it. right I've always just worked on uh, debt <laughs> uh, but yeah no no it's been a very long time I've always been a debit card guy or my visa I, I can't remember the last time like I remember we've always had that buddy that that you know he's got to make a stop at a debit machine every time we go out <laughs> it's like you, you know you didn't know the weekend was coming right and you couldn't plan ahead a little bit so yeah, you carry cash, but do you? So do you actually go to the bank like once in a while and take out like a hundred bucks and stick it in your yeah, pocket? Every now and then, I'll I'll, I'll have some cash. I I've just grown up wanting to have cash on me or being accustomed to having right. some cash on me. I don't use it. Like mm. I don't go and spend on with cash uh, for the majority of things. It's just tap or debit, whatever mm-hmm. it may be, or credit, like like you for the most things now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I and I guess. You know, growing up, it was always good to have, you know, and I would have taught my boys in, in that time to have some cash just in case you need to get a ride home, mm. right? Now, you know, Uber is an app on your phone you use. It, it's it's always available to you, right? Sure, yep. Uh, so, you know, times have changed in that sense. And, you know, you're not charged every time you use Interact anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's much easier. Yeah, heck, you don't even have to have your, your wallet with you. You can use your phone or your watch for some people in order to pay for things now. So, That's you fun. know, while I, I, I still like to have cash on me, I don't I don't use it. In fact, last night I did something for the first time I haven't done in I don't know how long, and that was roll coins. Where the hell did you find the things to even roll? <laughs> we had them. What <laughs> kind of hoarder are you becoming? I think I had bought them for some hockey fundraiser thing, like a, a pub night we'd done, and we needed to wrap them up afterwards. And it had been... But I've I've never rolled our own change. I haven't seen those coin rolling papers or plastic things. Yeah, it's got to be three decades. <laughs> it's been. I can't remember the where last time you, I used. Where them. did you even find them? I have no idea. The dollar store. The nineteen seventy two store. <laughs> uh, book sales are way up during this pandemic, but not necessarily because people want to read them, but because they want to fill up bookshelves behind them in their Zoom calls. <laughs> That's true. We all want to look smart. <laughs> I have many leather-bound books. <laughs> That's right. Uh, wow. Yeah, and I guess and just trying to clean up or, or make a certain corner of your house mm. look professional or, or presentable. Sure. It, it's amazing what the links will go to. And you'll see some of the experts that they have onto these you know, news shows or whatever it may be. And they, they've all got all these books behind them. Half of them are their own book. Right, right. I saw one guy with like five copies of his own book there. Next time I have to do a Zoom call from my house, I think I'm going to go out in the garage and do it because I got stacks of empties that I still haven't taken back to the beer store because of this pandemic. I can't be bothered returning them. And I'm going to do it in my garage with all the empties behind me to see if anybody notices. Um, A job expert from Wales is uh, going viral after she appeared on a BBC News broadcast discussing unemployment. Very serious stuff. Mm -hmm. But she didn't realize uh, that behind her on her bookshelf was also a uh, very large love toy. (gasps) Visible for all to see. (laughs) You really got to do a once around. You really should. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's not an Oscar. No, no. No. (laughs) Should I call it that? (laughs) 
<laughs> Where's my Oscar? I need She's you. on there saying, oh, the market's screwed. <laughs> Whoops. A, a company <sighs> is now selling a COVID passport that has a scannable code that links to your proof of vaccination. It'll cost oh, you $19.95. Okay. That's, that's maybe something Yeah, like they're that. saying eventually we may have to be showing that to get... Get on flights yeah. or to, to, to yeah. get into some places. And that's when people start freaking out. Yeah. Uh, the DNA testing company 23andMe has launched a new tool that can predict a person's risk of developing a severe case of COVID. So it maybe if based on your DNA? I guess so, yeah. You know, things like, I mean, I guess it's important, you know, if you've got underlying conditions and you want to, but I don't know. That, that stuff to me just, I think, puts more fear into people. Well, of course. It's kind of like the finding out when you're going to die. I don't want to know. Right. You know. Well, and, and listen, you don't want to talk about anything to do with fear right now mm-hmm. because it's we're in the middle of a pandemic. People are a little bit on edge when it comes to those, those sorts of things. About uh, three quarters of us receive more deliveries now than we did before the pandemic started. And two out of five are, are washing their hands after they handle the package. And one third disinfecting their deliveries still. Mm-hmm. I have to say we've dropped off huge in that department at, at our house. Uh, we're still pretty careful when it when it, it comes to it, only because you know that dude who's you know sneezing all over your package. You have no idea. There's so many that they're going through. What I find more amazing is that you know with all the packages being delivered, every now and then one will go to the wrong address, mm. right? A couple numbers off or or something, and. You know, like people, uh, we're so lazy. Mm. Or maybe we're fearful because we don't want to be approaching other people's houses or, or look like we are. Mm-hmm. They won't just go and drop it off. It happened to us yesterday. It happened to my mom, actually, where they were expecting a package and, and she was confused. She said, I, you know, I, I thought it was supposed to arrive and I checked for them. It had. Mm. And they'd actually taken a picture, but it turns out it was on, on a different street with the same house number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and she ended up going over and just kind of knocking on the door and stepping back. And the people said, oh, yeah, we we got that. We were in the process of trying to return it. Hmm. They're like, well, why wouldn't you just walk around the block, bring it down the street <laughs> and see whether or not, I guess they didn't know the neighborhood. But it, it really is amazing. People are crazy. Out of their minds. Police in Paris are accused of breaking uh, COVID curfew rules after videos surfaced of them doing the Macarena at a co-worker's after hours going away party. <laughs> The Macarena is the bigger crime in all of that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and the government in the UK has taken down an advertisement telling people to stay home and save lives. And you think you'd want to keep that up. Right? Yeah. But no, because the ad shows women doing housework and taking care of kids and a man on his couch relaxing. <laughs> Found a stock image from 1954. I guess so. <laughs> and finally, here's, I guess, a silver lining uh, for this pandemic. It turns out... That when the economy goes down, high heels get higher. It happened in the Great Depression and in the 1970s oil crisis. Okay. So the latest fashion releases have uh, women wearing uh, much higher heels. So if stilettos are your thing. (laughs) How long are your heels right now? Carry on this pandemic. (laughs) I'm into a six inch. (laughs) You wish. Glass bottom. (laughs) It's a great question. Do you ever look back at the time right uh, after you got your driver's license and wonder, how did the MTO ever give me a license? <laughs> Why was anyone so unqualified to drive allowed behind the wheel? And so people were asked if they'd be afraid to get in a car if the driver was their 16-year-old self and more than half say, absolutely, they'd be terrified. Right. Uh, they also found out that one in five people got into an accident while they were learning to drive. 
And the most common driving teachers are your dad, a friend, a sibling, an actual hired driving teacher, and your mom falling into last place. Okay. You? Yeah. Who, anyone teach you to drive? Uh, I went to Young Drivers yeah. through high school. Same here. Um, my, I don't think my dad ever took me out to drive. I think, I, yeah, I just did that and then went for my license. I remember us um, taking the boys to a big parking lot. Uh, once they got their learner's permit and letting them drive the car around this parking lot and then signing them both up for some driving course. We always felt like with raising the boys that we would pay for anything that was good for them. So right. their education or driving school, that type of stuff. If they wanted a car, they'd go get it themselves. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think it's important to do that. But, oh, no, I look back to when I was 16. It was horrible. I remember I, I just thought it was so, you know, cool. Like the window down and the music cranked up. And I'm, you know, smoking my DeMauriers. And I remember once, like, sideswiping the curb because I couldn't coordinate the ashtray and, the, and my mouth with the cigarette. So, yeah, no, driving with me, even now, is not a good thing. Yeah, it's different, too, when you borrow your parents' car mm. and, you know, you have no appreciation for what repairs mm-hmm. cost to, uh, to brakes or insurance, or you're plowing into the snow banks for fun. Yep. And just... Don't care. Just being an idiot. Yeah, and now, you know, it's been a while since both of my boys got their license. Although, it's funny, because both of them waited so long. I think Daniel was like 19 by the time he got That's his. That's the trend now, for Daniel sure. was probably 18. There's not the rush that they had when no, we were kids. No, they, they, for whatever reason, they don't seem as interested. And in, You know, perhaps it is. Here's the thing about my boys. They never once stepped foot on a public transit bus. Never once. Oh. And, 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 and as much as I, you know, rant and rave about the coddling of children, I probably did my own coddling in that. And I used to say to them, because they grew up mostly in Tecumseh. I don't even know if there was a bus service. This is down in Windsor. I don't know that. Yeah, there would be one for there sure. Was, there was a little public one. But this is like a small town outside of the main thing. Anyhow, um... I just think that they've been so used to being driven around everywhere that they never had to struggle to, like, get on a bus or ride their bike somewhere. You right. Know? Well, and now, too, you know, if you're 16, you've got your phone, you've got Uber, where they'll just, you know, you dial it up and it yeah. just comes to you and picks you up. Yeah. You know, for a lot of kids, it's the expense of it. Mm-hmm. You know, getting your license, it's not just, you know, expensive maybe driving school or or. Uh, you know, yearly permits to have your car. But, you know, there's also insurance has gone up, uh, you know, dramatically. Sure. Uh, the cost of yeah, getting a car, it, it, there's there's so many factors. And it's not that easy to get your license. We turned 16. Mm-hmm. You got your, your 365, mm-hmm. right? That written permit that said you could you could go drive uh, with, a, with another driver with you, right? Yep. And then after that, you just had to pass one test, and that was it. You were good to go. Yeah, it's a whole series of things now. I just remember, too, that when my boys got their license, finally, that first time of letting them take the car and watching them drive off by themselves. Because <laughs> they still look so young, yes. and they're still so dopey. <laughs> you know, and they're boys, so they're dopey forever. I mean, even now, you know, I, I look at them and they take the car and they're in their 20s. And I'm like, oh, please call me when you get there. Right. Please don't ruin my vehicle. <laughs> this is a crazy story. There's a, uh, a store in uh, Slovakia. Okay. A store in Slovakia. And uh, this guy goes in and uh, he robs the place. He takes money from the register. He punches an employee. He threatens to kill them. Wow. 
Yeah, not a nice guy. Then he walks into the office in the back and tries to get into the safe. While he's trying to get into the safe, a woman walks into the store. Customer. A customer. She's there to shop. Okay. And uh, While the robbery is going down. Yeah, and she finds out what's happening. So she quickly jumps into action and decides the way to shut this all down is to have a porno breakout in the middle of it. <laughs> she offers services to the uh, to the uh, robber. Oh. She's going to go visit his furry friend. Wow. Yeah. So she does. And when the cops arrive, he's half naked. <laughs> this is another example of how men always believe a porn is going to break out at any time. <laughs> Could she not have just put on a show? A little dance for him? No, she went she right went to full business. On. Yeah, stick him up. That's right. <laughs> now we don't know if uh, everything was completed by the time the cops arrived. I mean, I'd be more upset if I was the guy, right, that I didn't get to finish, <laughs> than the fact that I got arrested. <laughs> this uh, whole Reddit stock market situation is just crazy, and uh, there's a term we're all learning now called shorting. And basically what happened to a, a, a hedge fund named Melvin Capital is they're shorted by about $13.1 billion <laughs> because these Wall Street bet guys, which is a bunch of amateur investors online, hopped in and bought up all this stock from, uh, from GameStop, which is this uh, franchise uh, in the U.S. Which EB is, Games, we don't hear. That's hear. right. It's, uh, it sells video games and consoles and all that. And shorting is a thing that happens on the stock market where you bet that a stock is going to drop. So if you throw in, say, 10 bucks on something and you know it's going to drop to 7 then you're going to pocket the 3 But if it goes the other way, you're responsible for the difference. So all these people went on and they bought up tons of it to the tune of $13 billion and basically flush this hedge fund. Yeah, there's a couple of the big hedge funds and the billionaires involved with it now who are, who are screaming. Oh, yeah. They actually you know, got them to stop trading or limit trading uh, on that stock, on GameStop, because of it. And which is ridiculous because they've done, Wall Street has done so many horrible things and manipulated the stock market for decades. They've, they've shut down businesses. People have lost their jobs, their careers, their livelihood because of these hedge fund guys. The one time they get screwed, now they're screaming to Congress. There's a, a recent movie would be The Big, the big Short, mm-hmm. which is you know, kind of explains the, the whole shorting process right. and, and how they do this. And, and a lot of people, like I, for one, have had to learn a whole bunch of new terms in the last 24 hours <laughs> just trying to figure out what the heck is this all about <laughs> and how is this happening? Now, part of the problem with it, though, is that, you know, if you got in early on it, you're smiling. Right. If you're getting in late, it's a bit tough. And, you know, it's it's all just figures at this point, mm-hmm. right? There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a frenzy towards it. But if you get in too late, then you're not necessarily going to take away all that much. I just love the idea that some dude sitting on his couch eating Doritos has somehow screwed over a multi-billionaire hedge fund guy. You know, you remember the movie Trading Places. It's like all of Wall Street is now Randolph and Mortimer. And they're just running to get their orange juice and soybean investment back. And Ackroyd and Murphy are laughing away. The, the only problem, I guess, too, is that if you had any money with Melvin Capital, if you had any investment there, you, you're getting screwed too and you're an innocent bystander in all right. of this. Well, yes, and there's a lot of people who are taking a massive nosedive right. uh, as a part of all this. And, and you know, their their argument is, is, you know, the system wasn't designed for a Reddit subgroup. Right. <laughs> 
right. <laughs> to get together with a couple of memes yeah. and figure out how to screw it all on them. But, you know, the, the, the big question now is have they done anything illegal? In no, the whole process, I guess and, not. And it's and the answer, in short, is no. But you know they've got to try to figure out how the market correction is going to work in all this. Well, and the great thing too about all of it, and it would make a great movie one day, and I'm sure it will be made into a movie, is that again, Wall Street and these guys have gotten away. It's been their thiefdom forever, and how none of them actually figured out. You know, there's a way for the average Joe now to get in on this through the internet. This pandemic, of course. Has been a big reason why people have been sitting at home and spending more time on their computer and figuring stuff out, and so now they want to they want to have this permanently stopped, and you just can't. Now, Wall Street's got a lot of money, a lot of connections. They'll eventually get their way. They always do, but it is great to see them squirm right now. Well, if they don't get their way, they tend to get bailed out of their way. Rock mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky, ninety four nine The Rock.